Hi, everyone. It's me, Sandy Cruz of Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. For years now, I've been bringing to you conversations about wellness from experts from all over the world, whether it be suggestions and how you can age better, biohacking, alternative wellness. These are conversations to help you live your best life. I want to live a long, healthy, and vibrant life. Never mind all those stigmas that as we reach midlife and beyond, we're just going to shrivel up and die with some horrible disease. Always remember, balanced living works. I really look forward to this season. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, I have Steve Monotones of Katsu Global. And we're going to talk all about the importance of maintaining and building muscle as we age. I mean, you guys or ladies, whoever it is that's listening to this podcast, I cannot stress enough how critically important it is for us to be able to maintain our muscle throughout our golden years. I think this podcast is really for everyone. It's for anyone who has aging parents where you can actually, and, and, and this is kind of where it gets a bit scary. You can actually see atrophy in their arms, in their legs. You know, when you see that someone elderly is looking smaller overall, that's because of two main reasons. One is muscle loss and another is bone loss. And let me tell you a little bit of a story about myself. I've been working out with a personal trainer. It's over five and a half years now. And I'm truly a big believer in doing strength training. Well, last year, I guess you could say I became pre-diabetic because my HbA1c jumped to 6.1 during that same time. You know, I, I'm going to be 54 in January. I've kind of been going through it as it relates to the menopausal years. And I actually did my own diet, which is the metabolic balance diet. I am a certified metabolic balance coach as well as a registered holistic nutritionist. So I did my own diet. I lost over 4% total body fat. And for any woman who's listening to this podcast, I'm going to ask you to stop looking at your actual overall weight and look at your body composition. Get yourself one of those body composition scales. There's so many that are affordable now. Fitbit makes one. There's another one called Renfo that's super cheap on Amazon, but it's a great scale. You need to get, and don't worry if it's not 100% accurate. We're looking at trends. We're looking at not exact numbers, but trends. What is your bone mass? What is your muscle mass? So after I lost that over 4% total body fat, guess what happened? 
my skeletal muscle actually went up. And I had a bone density scan this year. I get one every three years because I don't have a thyroid. I'm on medication. There's many reasons for that I won't get into. However, I need to have a bone density um, scan done. Some people call it a DEXA scan every year in Canada. It's called bone density. And they don't give you the exact measurement of your muscle or anything. They just want to look at your bones here in Canada. My bone mass is better now. Going through menopause and through fat loss and really focusing on eating well, taking amino acids, essential amino acids, not branch chain amino acids, essential amino acids are essential to actually building muscle and using katsu since the spring. So my bone mass going through menopause and all that change in the last year is better now than it was three years ago. This is huge. Whoever is listening and understands body composition, especially as it relates to a woman going through menopause, this is massive. Katsu is one of those tools to help you do this. So the last thing you want to do, I know most of my listeners are women around my age, around midlife. The last thing you want to do, and I'm going to give you advice here because I am a nutritionist and I am a metabolic balance coach. Do not do any of those cheap diets. And I'm also not saying this because I'm looking for clients because I actually rarely work with clients one-on-one anymore. When you do any of those cheap diets and you are not doing conscious strength building activities, you are going to lose that bone. You are going to lose that muscle. And once you lose it, it's going to be much harder for you to get it back, especially at this age. Trust me on this, ladies. Put away, and I and I, I am thinking in my mind of some pretty specific diets out there that are really cheap, that so many women are going on. I hope that you measured your body composition before and after, because this is actually going to determine if it's right for you. So katsu, there's nothing like it on the market. I can tell this to you with great faith that it's not the same as blood flow restriction bands, and Steve is going to explain it much better than I can. So please listen to this whole podcast and definitely share it with anyone. And I have a special discount code. This is likely the best holiday Christmas gift for any woman because it's going to help you maintain that muscle as you age. Use my code, Sandy K. I think it'll get you around 10% off, but definitely listen to the podcast See if it's right for you. It's the easiest thing in the world to use. A couple of announcements. I will not have new episodes on December 25th or January 1st. They happen to fall on Monday, which is when I release my episodes. So I decided this is a perfect time for you to go back and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. I have some amazing things to come. Definitely share any episode if you feel it might 
actually benefit your friend, your family member, anyone who you feel might benefit. Share it on the socials. By the way, anywhere you go, I am Sandy K Nutrition. Follow me there. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Just Sandy K Nutrition anywhere. If you are a business and you would like to sponsor my podcast, get in touch with me now, sandy at sandyknutrition.ca. And now let's cut on through to this amazing interview with Stephen Monotones of Katsu Global. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. Today with me, I have a special guest and I've been waiting to talk to Stephen for a while now. So I'm so happy we're finally together and yes. finally recording. Stephen Manitones is the CEO and co-founder of Katsu, who pioneered blood flow restriction. Stephen introduced Katsu successfully to collegiate and professional sports teams, branches of the U.S. military, and to people just like you and me. And I've been using my Katsu bands for a few months now. Stephen spent a lot of time in Japan and partner with... Dr. Yoshi, you're going to have to help me with that one. Yoshiaki Sato. Yoshiaki Sato. Sato. Thank you. Who invented the original BFR Katsu bands back in 1966. Dr. Sato worked alongside cardiologists at the University of Tokyo Hospital, tested and researched the product with over 7,000 cardiac rehab patients. Stephen went on to co-found Katsu Global with Dr. Sato. And today we are going to discuss how you can actually easily build muscle at midlife and beyond. And with that, welcome. Thank you so much for coming today, Stephen. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's really my pleasure. Thank you. So we have to start with your background. How did yes. you get into this entire area? So I, uh, I was living in Hawaii at the time. The Japanese were buying a lot of property in, in the United States, in Hawaii, around the world. And so I decided to move to Japan. I was the only uh, Westerner, actually only foreigner, in the Hitachi R&D Labs, a big Japanese company, for... Seven, almost eight years. Um, I was totally immersed in the Japanese culture. And through a connection, I was introduced to this Dr. Sato. I went to his laboratory, and there was just a long line of older people. Older at that time uh, was uh, between 60 and 80 years old. And uh, I was introduced to him, and I went and I met him. He put on the katsu bands uh, on me. I was immediately taken aback. I said, this blows me away. How can I learn how to do this? And I said, eventually I'm going to go back to the United States, but I would like to, to use this technology, not for business. It was precisely for my parents. Mm. It wasn't for me. It wasn't to create a business. It was actually, I was so enthralled by, I saw all these older people. And many of them were similar to my parents in age. And he says, oh, that's great. I've always wanted to meet somebody who lived overseas who speaks English. And I mm-hmm. said, well, that, that's me, Dr. Sato. And he said, great. He said, how do I learn how to do this? He goes, well, he sort of paused. And he goes, well, it's all in my head. 
Oh. And I go, oh, yeah, that's what I said. I said, oh. <laughs> so I said, well, Dr. Sato, I'd like to study under you. I'd like to learn everything about it. And I'm thinking in my mind, okay, maybe I'll come back in a week and he'll teach me and it'll take a few hours and then I'll be on my way. Well, as you can imagine, the Japanese are very, very detailed oriented. He did take me under his wing. He did mentor me. It didn't take a week or two. It took 13 years. Oh. So for 13 years, I was with him in hospital wards, with sumo uh, wrestlers, with professional baseball players, Olympic athletes. But more importantly, we were doing katsu on comatose people, quadriplegics, people uh, in their 80s, 90s, and over 100 years old. We were taking people who had cerebral palsy, multiple sclerosis, people who were bedridden. And every single time he'd take me to uh, his laboratory, uh, his clinic, his uh, the hospital wards, literally the hospital wards, we would be in the intensive care, in the critical care unit with people who were in car accidents. Et and he would say to me, this is how you do it. Next time he'd go back, he'd go, okay, you do it. Assess this patient and tell me exactly how you would do katsu on this person to help them, whatever, whatever the situation was. And uh, that took 13 years. It was fascinating. He taught me all about anatomy, human physiology, biomarkers, etc. Obviously, all in Japanese. And during those 13 years, I meticulously documented uh, and translated all the information I learned from him. And then I, you know, my wife was, would say, Steve, like, I know you're very committed to this, but when's it going to be over? I said, <laughs> I don't know when it's going to be over. One day, um, he actually said, I, I visited him at, at, at his uh, office and he says, uh, Steve, you're ready. And I go, oh, thank you very much. I didn't know it. And that was 13 years. So, wow. Sorry, long answer to a short question. That's a really interesting story, though. So, you know, he didn't want to provide all the information to you and partner with you until he felt you were ready to get it all. Because it's not so simple as, you know, throwing on a band on your arm and boom, let's build some muscle. Yes. That's not what it's about. Right. Well, I, I sort of felt if uh, you remember the movie Willy Wonka, I was I was the little boy who got this golden ticket. And but the golden ticket took a lot of effort. It took a lot of patience because even though the equipment and the protocols are are fundamentally the same, how you do katsu on someone who is comatose, someone who is quadriplegic is vastly different than what you would do with someone who's a professional athlete or an active soldier um, or who has a broken bone versus someone who wants to maintain muscle mass. So it was necessary for him to show me very method, uh, uh, very syst uh, systemically how the body reacts in, with bone injuries, with um, ligament uh, cartilage injuries, with uh, uh, muscle tears, or someone who is very healthy right now and just wants to maintain that um, level of health for a very long time during their lives. So it was necessary to go through all of those iterations. And I was patient. He was obviously very patient. And uh, that made a very good partnership. That's excellent. I think that we should start with 
because we, we're all we're all hearing yeah. this all the time that we need yeah. to build muscle, build muscle, build muscle. Well, yes. why is that so important as we age? So there's there's practical reasons from a social perspective and a, a individual perspective. And, and part of the project that Dr. Sato and I were involved with is called the 22nd Century Project of Japan. That was a project back in 2000 where we looked forward 100 years in the future. And we said, what technologies, what things do we need to do now? We meaning the Japanese medical system and society. What do we do, need to do now in order to make sure that our population 100 years from now is strong, healthy, resilient? Now, of course, it's more of a thought experiment than it is a, a, a practicality. We can't possibly... Uh, predict accurately 100 years in the future. But what we did was we took the information and we found out that, as you can imagine, it doesn't matter whether it's Canada, the U.S., Japan, Germany, it doesn't matter. The, uh, the portion of our health care costs are overwhelmingly taken up by older people. Yeah. But then when you break that down, we start figuring out that a lot of broken bones or injuries are simple trip. You, you trip on the street, you trip on your stairs, just simple accidents that we didn't intend that we would just couldn't catch ourselves. What we learned in Japan, and this is where Dr. Sato was really focused on, was older people, meaning in, in 60s, 70s, and 80s, when we're young, if we're walking down the street, maybe we're riding a bicycle, and we trip or do something, we can catch ourselves with quick enough to not fall over. As we get older, that reaction time, that ability for our, our, our legs, our muscles, our core to be stabilized and not fall and therefore not break a bone or not hurt ourselves goes up exponentially, mm. exponentially. And so from a, from a healthcare perspective, what Dr. Sato and his colleagues are trying to do in Japan was enable the human body to be as strong and resilient, get this, as strong and resilient and healthy until the day they died. That was the goal. Now, of course, it's, it's, it's a you know, lofty goal, but really we, that is why he started to show me how 60, 70, 80, 90 year olds can maintain their muscularity and it's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of mus muscularity it is simply can I carry my garbage uh, or garbage my grocery bags to and from my car can I walk up three flights of stairs without huffing and puffing can I simply wash my hair can I move my shoulder can I open up a jar of, of peanut butter anything uh, sorry peanut butter, not necessarily natural organic peanut butter. Maybe. But, you know. in, in my case, no peanut butter because my daughter's <laughs> anaphylactic, but I get you. I get you. Mayonnaise or whatever <laughs> you, you have. So, the, why is, so why is muscle important? It's important to prevent injuries. It's important for a simple quality of life. Yeah. The simple things that we take it granted for in our 20s, 30s, and 40s gradually become, as we you know, they move from 50 to 60 to 70, those simple movements, riding a bike, balancing, walking straight, um, picking up something, pushing something, opening up something becomes you know, 
incrementally more difficult. And when they wake up and it's hard to get out of bed. Let's talk about the importance of amino acids to age better. You all know I am a huge fan of not just any amino acids, but essential amino acids that are actually in the right ratios to ensure that it's helping you to maintain or even build muscle as we age. I've been using Amino Co Amino Acids Life Formula for, I think, close to a year now. The way that I personally use it is I make sure that I take one scoop of Life Amino Co Amino Acids before every workout, and I usually do this about 30 minutes before. And what this does is it actually ensures that I do not break down. So there's two ways to look at the body as we age. You're either in an anabolic state or in a catabolic state. So when you're working out, you certainly don't want to break down too much. You want to ensure that maybe you stress the body just a little bit, but then you're going to want to build muscle after, right? Am I right? Life is specifically designed to prevent the natural decline of muscle and heart function that begins around age 40. In clinical trials, life has been shown to enhance physical function and muscle strength while supporting normal cardiovascular health. So this is what sets life by AminoCo apart from all the other companies. They have the actual studies to show that their product actually works. Now, to try life, I want you to go to aminoco.com forward slash SKN. Use my code SKN for 30% off and let me know what you think. It's hard to sit down on the floor and play with your grandchildren. It's hard to lift your grandchild up. And we with Katsu, Dr. Santo, and this 22nd Century Project of Japan wanted to delay that literally until the day you died. And so that is our goal. Uh, Of course, it's a lofty goal. And we use Katsu in a very convenient, safe way to hopefully achieve that for as many people as possible. Okay, I I couldn't agree with you more because what is the one thing that we see, despite everything else as we age, and of course, you start to see it because I know as a practitioner, there's a lot of other factors that come into play, like declining hormones, and then there's poor diet and everything like that. But you start to see it happening in in your 40s, or you can. And then, you know, you have to work that much harder to just to maintain it. And then, in my, from my perspective, I see all these women who go on these diets. Oh my gosh, don't even get me going, Steve, on this. But they go on these fad diets because they're perimenopausal or menopausal and they're gaining this weight. And all of a sudden, they'll lose the weight, but they've lost bone and they've lost muscle. And I'm like, damn it, girl, watch what you're doing because you, when you lose muscle and you're 53 years old, it's going to be harder to gain that back. So keep what you have. Yes. Right? Yes. And absolutely. And, and we 
you know, in those 13 years, I was mentored by Dr. Sato. I was in the laboratory. I was in the hospitals. We were doing a variety of testing. We proved that people over the age of 100 can not only maintain, but they can increase their muscle mass. You go, well, you know, why do you want to increase the muscle mass? Like we said before, just walking up the stairs, just walking your dog, simple things that we take granted for in our early years. People in their 80s, 90s, and over 100 do not take those things for granted. And like you said, you can be 53. If you start losing it then, boy, there's a lot of hard work you will face in your 60s and 70s. Yeah, I agree. So now it doesn't, I've had people actually ask me, they're like, I don't get it. I don't understand because the only time they've seen BFR bands and traditional BFR bands is when you see these big men in a gym, they they go and they wrap up their arm, their bicep so that they can get all this bulk and blood flow going there. So perhaps it's a good, we, we yeah. broke down why we need to keep our muscle, but yeah. what is BFR? Okay, so BFR is actually a misnomer. It actually is not, or Katsu is not necessarily BFR. We refer it to as BFO, blood flow optimization. So I, I have a Katsu on one arm. I don't have it on the other arm. And I had it on as we were talking. And the lighting is poor here, but this is my natural skin color. And this is my katsu color. Oh. What is happening is not blood flow restriction. It is not restricting. What's happening is blood is going into my arm as normal. It is being slowed down coming back. It is being optimized. So the blood now is in is engorged in my arm in the same way that it would be if I was doing push-ups or lifting weights or using resistance bands. I'm just sitting here talking to you, metabolically speaking, my right, my left arm is working out. I'm sitting here talking to you, I'm talking with my hands. And if we looked at my arm, at, oh, this arm actually is bigger. If I took a, a tape measure, this arm right now I'm not doing weights. I'm sitting here talking to you. It is being engorged in blood, but on the cellular level, it is actually working out. It is actually doing something. And that is why Katsu is so perfect for people as you get older. Because I personally, at the age of 61, I do not want to go to the gym and pump iron. I I don't like it. It's not my thing. But I do want to maintain the muscularity. It doesn't matter if it's a bicep, tricep, core, legs, whatever. I want to maintain that muscularity. And so I can do that as I work in my office, as I'm sitting down, as I'm walking my dog, as I'm uh, cleaning up after dinner, as I'm brushing my teeth in the morning. The things that I normally do, I just do with the katsu bands on. And that is my form of weight training, working out, keeping in shape. Oh, I'm so glad that you showed us. So if anybody's listening only to this podcast, go to my YouTube and, and definitely watch this section because you can see with Steve's hands, 
Yes. That one, and even your arm all the way yes. is yeah. more is more red. You could see yeah. the blood flow. This and the veins. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And you're just yeah. sitting there. So now, okay. Blood flow optimization. I'm glad that you corrected this because, you know, when I search for Katsu and I always research yeah. my guests beforehand, it always comes up blood flow restriction. But yeah. this is because it's just the known term yeah. for yeah. something that's similar in the market, but not the same. Correct. Correct. Right? So they, they do. You, um, I have this is a this is a regular blood pressure cuff. Yeah. And this this actually when you put it on your arm or the nurse or the physician puts it on your arm, that's exactly what it does. It does restrict. It does occlude, stop the blood flow going into your arm. That is the, precisely what it does. This kind of device is called blood flow restriction. So BFR, blood flow restriction, does exactly what it says it does. The, the, the problem we have is katsu is, is sort of tagged as a blood flow restriction. But it does two completely different things. One, keeps the blood out. This keeps the blood in. Keeping the blood in makes it safe, makes it natural, makes it effective. Keeping the blood out of a limb, short of you being a surgeon, is something that certainly older people should not be doing yeah so that's a good that's a good segue into safety because i am going to ask you also then as we get more in in terms of the mechanism like how would i optimize my workouts and we'll get into that part but safety is big because when somebody says and i will say this i've heard of blood flow restriction or blood flow optimization and katsu years ago but as soon as I heard that blood flow restriction in my head, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Like, you yeah. know, I'm just going to go work out at the gym. I'm not sure of the safety. Yes. But really, okay, is it safe for yeah. anybody? Yes. Yes. So the answer is yes. Yes, if you follow the protocol. So, for example, one simple protocol is you put on the bands and it's not tight, not tight. Ah. And this is a huge difference between katsu and a rep you put on tightly. And there is a degree of discomfort. And if you do exercise, there's a degree of significant discomfort. And that's why when we go online, we see very healthy young, young people who are struggling, yeah. trying to build muscle. And... That is precisely not what cuts is. We put on the bands gently. As as we're talking here, I've had the bands on, what, now? 20 minutes? Yeah. 15 minutes? There's no discomfort whatsoever here. None. Now, there is compression. I feel compression. Think of it as a, a very, very tight uh, uh, pair of jeans, something that's a very, very tight T-shirt that you're putting on. That's how you put on the bands. So safety-wise, we proved this when I was working with Dr. Sato. We actually had 12,000 elderly patients that we did Katsuan at the University of Tokyo Hospital. And everything we did was confirmed, tested, um, researched by a, a pretty uh, esteemed group of cardiologists. And so when people would do 
katsu, they would use Doppler devices. We use MRI, uh, functional MRI machines. We use, we took blood tests of these 12,000 people because we wanted to prove that katsu can be done by people in their 70s, 80s, and 90s safely. Yes. Where I came into the equation, so the doctors, the actual people who study the heart, vascular system, etc., once they proved it was safe, then it was my job to figure out how do we take this equipment and make it very, very simple for the average person. How do you take a device that they use in a hospital and make it a small handheld device that's easy for the average person to press and use? And so that was the engineering part of the equation where myself and my team came to place. And it's very interesting. Who was our test uh, subjects, if you were, here in the United States? In Japan, we used, you know, 12,000 older people, older meaning older than 50. Here in the United States, when we started to engineer our products, I took my parents, their friends, in, and now my parents are now approaching their 80s. They're now 88 and 86, respectively. I was using our older, my parents and their friends. These are people who have a real hard time using an iPhone. These are people who don't send email. These are people who are not technologically advanced. I use them as the, the test group to start developing products that were easy for them to use, easy for them to hold, easy for them to put on, easy for them to not get in trouble. One of the tests we did is we put on these bands as tightly as possible, as tightly as possible. We still had blood flow going in. We wanted to make the case as tightly as you could put on the bands. We still wanted blood flow to go in. And therefore, on the safety aspect, we are very, very confident now, what we do there, you know, when you're 95 years old or when you're 98 years old, you're using katsu in one area. If you're 28 years old, if you're 38 years old, you're using it at a different degree. So we basically brought it into three different levels, low, medium and high, A, B, C, one, two, three. So we made everything as simple as we could in order to make it safe and easy and convenient for older people to use. Okay. And so it's safe, convenient, and easy to use were the real key driving points of what we wanted to develop. In terms of the effectiveness, because we were talking about the original, like more like a blood pressure cuff versus the katsu, has, has there ever been any kind of test to compare in terms of muscle building between Katsu, blood flow optimization, and original BFR bands? Yes, we, we've done plenty of tests. And it was quite interesting because uh, it was last year, 2022, uh, Katsu was a subject of the uh, keynote speak at the World Congress of Sports Medicine. So it has lots of uh, scientists, doctors, trainers, coaches who go to this World Congress of Sports Medicine and the keynote speech was about katsu. And katsu, they compete equipment versus just a constant pressure, the pressure that you see with BFR devices. Yeah. Three levels, we were, this was superior. The first level, very importantly, 
was this was convenient and easy and safe to use. Exactly what we did. Yeah. This, when you put it on tightly, it's discomforting. So for the, especially for the older population, but mostly everybody, nobody really wants to do something that's uncomfortable. No, no. No. Maybe if you're a competitive athlete, if you're a competitive ice hockey player, let's say in Canada, you're a, a basketball player in the United States, you're a soccer player in Mexico, maybe you want to push yourself to that level on occasion in training. But as we get older, that's not what we do. The second level, which is very important, is they, they found out that the katsu, because it was safe, convenient, and easy to use, people used it more often. And when they used it more often, they found that all their biomarkers increase exponentially. So in other words, using this safe, convenient, easy thing to do on a daily basis over three months, over six months, over a year, that incremental daily use led to exponential increase. And the third, which we didn't plan for, but the IOC sports scientists did test for was that their cognitive awareness increase, their alpha waves in their brain actually increase. So your cognitive awareness of, let's say you're driving a car and you're 70 years old and some car cuts in front of you, your reaction time is better. And so cognitively, physically, and then practically, they, an independent third party, International Olympic Committee sports scientists, compared the two and those were the three three findings that they did and that was the uh subject of this uh keynote speak at the world congress of sports medicine that's amazing so which biomarkers were they measuring oh a lot yeah we, we actually measured, what are some of the main ones you okay, know main ones are human growth hormone beta endorphin a beta endorphin is a, is a pain mitigator that's why a lot of people with with arthritis or just the aches and pains of, of old age. They, yes. They use this. Uh, adrenaline. Adrenaline is very important um, for a variety of reasons. Testosterone, both men and women. Um, uh, insulin growth factor. It oh. helps reduce the uh, hemoglobin A1C levels, especially important if you're diabetic. Um, and, and things like ceramides and plasmologens. These are molecules that actually help the cell wall repair themselves. And so let's say you uh, get in an accident and you've got a cut on your face or a cut on your leg and cut on your arm, that that tissue repairs itself much more quickly. If you can repair a, 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 a surgical um, la, a, a cut or something very, uh, very easily and the, and the cells come together quite well, yeah. well you're not going to have that unsightly scar as much as you would. So there's practical reasons for all of these. Yeah. And just my head is spinning too. Cause I'm like, okay, so this isn't just about building muscle. No, it's about all. improving blood flow to the entire body. Yes. From and, head to toe. From head to toe. Yes. Which, and that's why I think in the United States, at least, and in, and in Europe, most of our users are women over the age of 50 because blood flow for a woman makes complete sense. Blood flow for a man is more or less, do I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Mm. This is sort of our our male 
limited limitations. A woman knows that if I have good blood flow, I'm not going to have that neuropathic pain like my mother did. I'm going to be able to um, continue to ride my bike with my young daughter or my young uh, grandchild. And these are the practical things. And this is why I think uh, uh, most of our users, uh, most of our people who buy our product and use our product are women. We have a lot of men, but really the driver of, of, of Katsu is, is because it's safe, convenient, easy. Convenient, what does convenient mean? You don't have to go to the gymnasium. You don't have to go to the physical therapist to get it done. You buy the unit. We teach you how to use it at your home. Whatever, if you wanna, if you wanna run a ten k, if you if you had a a, a knee surgery and you, and let's say the physical your, your medical insurance only covers twelve visits, continue using Kotsu in your physical therapy. Let's say you you take an airplane from Toronto to Honolulu and you have massive jet lag. How do you actually use the Kotsu bands on at night so you activate your parasympathetic nervous system so you can go to bed at a decent time and not have this massive jet lag. So we have all kinds of protocols. And that's why it took Dr. Santo and the team of cardiologists 13 years to share that information with me. Oh, it's just, it's almost like this magic device for aging better, right? Like, or, or recovery. So my son had um, a major shoulder reconstruction in February. It would have been perfect for him as an athlete to recover, yeah. right? Because, and you know, you hear a lot about these athletes. Like we come from a family that I, I, I'm not one of them. Listen, I'm, I'm recruited because I'm, I'm the mom, but you know, when it comes to sports, my family's so into sports and we're watching how all these athletes are doing things differently after yes. an injury. Yes, yes, it's, absolutely. It's, it's not about let's wrap you up and you don't move for no. 12 weeks. That's not what it's about anymore, right? No, absolutely not. We, I learned when I was at the University of Tokyo Hospital that as soon as the person is rolled out of the operating room, we are using the Katsubans. As soon as it, they're, they're, they, the surgeons has finished their surgery, they roll them out, and they start putting bands on very lightly. Very, very light. So this is when you know. they would go not too tight, right? Like you're saying, uh, just put it on, but not super tight. Correct. Okay. We, we use the word. There's a nuance here. We use the word snug, and you know when you have when you have tight fitting clothes, that's snug. When you when the nuance of the word tight uh, means or, or alludes to discomfort, yeah, uncomfortable feeling. And again, you know, I, I don't know how long we've been talking, but. This entire time, the the hand is still using it. I have no discomfort whatsoever, and I'm really getting a good workout on this arm. But get this: so the blood is very much flowing in this arm, very much. When because I'm doing just slight movement, moving my hands, etc., this is actually leading to a biochemical reaction in my arm that's sending a signal to my brain. And then the brain is releasing a variety of hormones. Those hormones only have one way to flow in our body, and that's through our vascular system. And through our so so, even though I'm just using my uh, cuts on one hand, I am affecting change on the rest of my body 
And we figured this out early on. But when I brought this to the United States, unfortunately, we have a lot of military personnel who are amputees. They got injured in training in war. And early on, they would have a residual limb. Let's say, you know, they, they didn't have a hand or a forearm or even the entire arm. What we would do was we would put the bands on the other arm or the leg. And we would have them work out with the, the, just the one arm. We were finding out that the residual limb was actually getting much more vascular and much more muscular, even though they weren't working out because they didn't have the hand or the, or the forearm or the upper arm. And wow. that was a real wake-up call for the U.S. military to go, wait a second. This is what we call a systemic effect. So from head to toe, we saw it firsthand with the amputees early on. We saw it when Dr. Sato and uh, was showing me how to work it with quadriplegics. And, and it, 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 it's enlightening. And you use the word magic. Yes, if we, it, it's not magic in that it's not fake when you understand really the human anatomy and the physiology of what our body actually does when there's a little bit of stress put on it, it's remarkable how resilient and how miraculous our human body is and can be. Okay. So you've clarified that you're not imbalanced by doing it, by having the BFR band only on one arm, but from my understanding, like you, you don't want to put all it comes right. when you buy the kit, you get uh, for uh, your thighs, and and I've got uh, them here. They're a little bit like a little bit larger yes, for yes, the yeah. for the upper thigh, and then I've uh, got the arm ones here. Yeah. And you want to kind of do upper body separate from lower body, right? Correct. Does Correct. that make sense? Correct. Yes, it does. Now get this. Let's say you're a woman and you just want to focus on your lower body, your glutes, your legs, your, your, your uh, calves. And let's say you're a man and you don't really care about your upper, uh, lower body and you just want to focus on your upper body, your chest, your shoulders, your arms. So you can go, f- so that man can use the leg bands, can use the leg bands, he can walk. But at the same time, he's moving his arms. He can move his arms quickly, or he can move his arms slowly, or he can contract his muscle as he's walking. Right. What's happening is the cuts bands are the catalyst for this hormonal response, but he's really focusing on his arms. We have the cuts bands on his legs. He does some movement with his arms. Guess what? Before and after, we've done these tests, before and after, that man's arms will increase in size. He does not use these bands on his arms. He's using it on his legs. Conversely, we can do the same thing if we take, let's say, this uh, female subject, put the bands on her arms. Let's say she has a, 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 a job and she's at her desk eight hours a day. Yeah. Let's say she has a skirt on, so she can't put on the leg band. She can put the armbands on as she's typing or making phone calls or doing something at work. She can be simply rotating her ankles. She can kick off her shoes under her desk. She can curl her toes. 
she can do different things and that the catalyst is the bands on her arms. However, the effect is on her legs. Oh, that is wild. See, I didn't know that, Steve. I didn't know that. I thought, I thought that upper body, you wear the bands on your arms and lower body, but it can work like that too, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's when, and and that's natural. That is exactly how, you know, many people use it. However, when people suddenly, let's say you had a surgery on your knee, let's yeah. say you had a broken arm. In these cases, people are saying, well, how do I use my cuts bands on? I have a cast on my arm or I have a leg brace on my leg. What do I do? It, the body is once, we have one vascular system. We have one brain that secretes the hormones. Yeah. And therefore, this, these bands, whether they're on your arms or you, on your arms, or your legs, it's simply the go part, the catalyst. You use it on different, you have four opportunities, two arms, two legs to use it. But as we teach people, you can use that to affect change in the other parts of the body, including your core. You say, Wait a second, you have this on your legs yeah. and this on your arms. How do I get a flat stomach? How yeah. do I get a whiteboard stomach? Tell me, Three, please, Steve. <laughs> Three things are very, very easy. The easiest thing to do is put it on your legs as you're sitting. You sit up very straight. Okay. Shoulders back, straight spine, as we should sit, good posture. And we have the cots band go pressure on, pressure off, pressure on, pressure as we're sitting up straight. If we sit up straight, shoulders back, straight spine, we're using our core. Yes. So the core muscles are being used, but the catalysts are the leg bands. That's number one. That's easy to do. We all spend a lot too much time sitting at our desk anyway. Perfect way. The second is to stand up with your leg bands on. Yep. Balance on one foot for as long as you can. Just balance on one foot. When you get tired or you lose your balance, switch to the other foot. That's all you do. The third is put the leg bands on if you're at home if you're in a, a, a cubicle at work, put a book on your head. Walk. Walk five meters this way, five meters back. That's all you need to do. Walk with a book on your head. If it falls off, put it back on. These three things, sitting up straight, balancing on your foot, walking with a book on your head, will activate your core muscles. Mm-hmm. What's a remark? about this is there's very few people who enjoy planks or sit-ups but we can balance on one foot we can walk with the book on your head and we certainly can sit up straight with a straight spine shoulders back with our leg bands on and this is how you use katsu to work on your core um the other thing i want to point out what's really interesting a lot of women you know they want to lose weight at menopause and it's it's like okay, let's think about this. Do you really want to lose weight or do you want to lose fat? Let's think about that. But you want your legs to be muscular. And I'll tell you why. Because your legs, your thighs, your hips, it supports your core, it supports your body. And, you know, having those skinny legs, at least if you have a mechanism whereby you know you're building muscle, you have your you are solid in your stance and that's what you want to prevent falls from when you're older 
And then if you add to it that we didn't even talk about bone health and how healthy muscle supports healthy bone, right? It's all connected, right? We didn't even get into that because I'm a nutritionist. So I hear people wanting to just lose weight and that's all I ever hear. And it's really important to not worry about the weight, but, but think about how much muscle you have. And so in, in the cases that you have, whether it's a, a woman who is too thin or a woman who is the, on the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, she wants to lose weight. The best thing you can do with katsu, the best thing, and this is for overall health, is use your katsu bands on and go for a walk. Mm, I do that. The best thing, I do the that. The best things you do. Yeah. If, you, if you want to take a step up, then start walking up and down hills on soft sand, on, on grass, something that allows you to have a little more instability. So a step up, a step down, some kind of instability, because then you're actually working on the vasculature. So you're making your capillaries and veins more elastic throughout your body, yeah. from your brain, your, your core, and your legs. And when we increase the elasticity of our capillary veins, Every time our heart beats, our veins go dun, 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 dun. That requires energy. Our veins just don't go like this. It requires energy. It requires calories to be burned. So if your vasculature is expanding more than normal, your body is using more energy. Your body is burning more calories. Metabolism. Yes, absolutely. Oh. And so these are these are overall things that help. Not only is it muscular, but it's also your 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 uh, metabolism. It's also the ability to produce hormones, the same amount of hormones we're talking about, menopause and etc. So we want to inc- we want to maintain that as long as as we can. And katsu walking is the very it's it's the easiest thing to do because we're going to walk anyway. And if you're throwing on these bands, even if you're doing it for 10, 15 minutes, if you have a dog and you do dog walk, take your dog for a walk when you have the bands on. Yeah. It's, it's the easiest thing. If you're standing washing dishes, put the bands on and wash the dishes. Very few of us wash our dishes when we're sitting down. We're standing up in front of the sink and doing it. If you're folding clothes, put the bands on your legs or your arms and fold the clothes. If, if you need to wash your car windows, you're in Toronto, so if you need to take the, the snow off of the, <laughs> the windshield, put the bands on and do it. These are practical things that we want people to do. We call it double stacking. Do all the things you're going to do in your life anyway. Brush your teeth, blow dry your hair, fold clothes, uh, type emails, send a text to your children. All the things you normally do, just put the bands on have to do a special workout and gives it well carries that I have in my arms and throughout my body if I took those end to end I lined up all my capillaries and veins end to end it would wrap around the earth two times mm. two times that's how many that's how much vasculature we have in our body and by doing katsu we are really working out here while I'm double stacking while I'm talking to you and sharing information. That's amazing. Okay, I have a question. So I have used katsu, you can use katsu and not move, 
right? Like you were saying, yes, you've absolutely. had patience. Yes. Yes. So if yes. you are in a state where you're unable to move too much, you can use katsu. Would you say that you will not build, you obviously won't build as much because it's dependent on how tight, how much of these small movements you're doing will build more muscle if you're doing more of that? Does that make sense? Uh, it, it, it makes some sense. Okay. It doesn't make 100% sense. Okay. So we have people who have a cast on their arm or their leg. With the cast on their arm or leg, normally when they take off the cast, your muscles atrophy. They oh, get yes. Small. Yep. We have proven time and time again, especially with professional athletes who get injured who have a cast on their arm or leg, we teach them actually how to build muscle with a cast on their arm or leg. They actually just do isometric movements. They just, if you have a cast on your arm, you just open and close your hand. If you have it on your leg, you just squeeze your 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 thighs or your hamstrings. Just squeeze, release, squeeze, release. It doesn't require movement. Mm. It doesn't require movement. What it requires is an energy expenditure. And so you can just tighten your muscles, relax. Tighten your muscles, relax as you have the bands on. Okay, but if you're doing like I was doing a workout with my trainer and I was wearing them during the warm-up and we were doing like high step-ups and I'm I'm a little girl, I'm only five foot two, so step-ups are always high for me. Um, so when you're doing more, does that mean you have yeah. more effect? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. So what you're, you're building up more lactate. Okay. And in general, that lactate is correlates to a greater amount of growth hormone. Okay. So yes, if you're doing more, there's a greater effect. If you're doing it longer, there's a greater effect. Oh, perfect. And if you're doing it more frequently, there's also a greater effect. So in other words, let's say you have a day where you just can't get to the gym. Just too many things going on in your life. That's okay. Put the bands on while you're brushing your teeth, blow drying your hair, putting on your makeup. That's okay. In the evening, when you're uh, washing dishes or you know tidying up things in your office, put them on there. That frequency, the time under duration, or the intensity are all ways you can make the effects greater. So essentially, you can put it on for 15 minutes in the morning while you, like you said, if you're sitting there working and you're on Zoom calls, you can put them on your thighs or you can put them on your arms, whatever, and do the small movements like moving your ankles, moving your feet, moving your toes, doing all that, then you're doing something. Or you can do like what I have done where I'm actually working out with them on. Um, but you, most people, you only want to do either legs or arms, not all four at the same time. Is that right? Correct. Correct. So you would do an, an ideal workout would be first you do the arms, take off the arms, and then you uh, uh, work on your legs. That That is an ideal workout, especially uh, working adults with children and with uh, older parents. You just, time is of the essence. So if, if time is of the essence, then you just take those 15 minutes here, 50 minutes there, yeah. and put on the pants. It's much better for you to do that daily, even at 15 minutes, than to do a focused one-hour workout, let's say, three days a week. Actually, that makes sense because they say, you know, like going for just one jog 
uh, once yeah. a day and then sitting on your butt for the rest of the day is not great. Like we want to kind of always be moving. So that makes right. a lot of logical sense. Right. And, and we see that we, we tested that out with blood tests. We also tested out over time, again, over the last 20 years, when we track people's usage, those people who, who use it two or three times a day, again, not doing a focused workout, just putting blood in their daily lives, their long-term benefits are far greater than mm. people who are doing it two or three times a week in isolated situations. Okay. Now, would you get, because we're talking about blood flow optimization. I mean, your quads, your legs are much bigger than your yes. arms. Would you say that you have more effect on your legs? Because the blood flow yes. would be greater, right? Yes. The volume, the density is greater. And that's why katsu walking is the most popular yeah. and effective form of movement. Totally. Anything we do on our legs, you know, if all things being equal, if I had no time, if I had limited time, I would always use it on my legs. Okay. That's that's what I thought. Again, logically, yeah. you would think, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you another application. What if you have an elderly parent that is on blood pressure medications um, has, you know, heart, because I think there's probably maybe a contraindication there. I don't know. Yes. So if we think about it, most people, certainly in, in Canada and the United States, have some kind of uh, calcium buildup, black buildup, cardiovascular issues. The reason why between 2004 and 2014, a 10-year period, we tested on 12,000 elderly patients is because we exactly knew that the core of our future market would be people with cardiac yeah. issues. Mm -hmm. We wanted to make sure not that we were safe and effective uh, and healthy, uh, helpful for young people. We did this 10-year study precisely to make sure that we were safe for older people with cardiac issues. That and makes that's sense. why it had to be snug, not tight. That's why it had to be comfortable, not uncomfortable. That's why the effects had to be gradual, not intense. Okay. So if you're on these medications, like I know, you know, we... we uh, blood thinners, uh, uh, statins, uh, uh, hypertension, uh, medicines, etc. The reason why we make it snug, not tight gentle not intense gradual not not uh, a vigorous why we want you to do things like sitting down typing emails sitting up straight going for a walk we're not asking people to go for a run we're not asking people to run on a treadmill we're not asking them to do cross-country skiing or lifting heavy weights people with cardiac issues that would be intense and especially as you're 80 90 and over 100 that's too intense yeah. We want you to just do regular, normal human movement in the course of your daily lifestyle. That, as you can see with my hand, is sufficient to get blood engorgement, which is a catalyst for this hormonal response. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now, I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like, I, I've asked a lot of questions, didn't I? 
Oh, there is. There's a lot more to this. I know it's. And and I think, I think, especially for the working adults out there, you know, we have so much pressure on us. We have, if you're an entrepreneur, if you work for a company, uh, your company's successful, your company's not doing well. There's just a lot of pressure on working adults, especially those with, with children, especially those with older uh, parents. What am I going to do with my 18-year-old? When I, am I going to, with child, what am I going to do with my 80-year-old um, parent? There's a lot of stress in our lives. We worked this initially with professional athletes here in the United States. You know, if you were playing for the New York Yankees and then you had a, a game in Los Angeles and then you had the next day you were in Florida, that's a lot of travel. They're young, but just that jet lag, just that travel fatigue created a lot of stress on their body. So these athletes go back to their hotel. Of course, they've been playing in front of a stadium. They've either been you know, cheered on or booed upon, one or the other. There's a lot of stress on these yeah. athletes. They're earning their living through sports, a lot of stress. So what we learned with them and what we applied to these working adults is put the bands on your arms Ideally, a half an hour or hour before you go to bed. And in this case, use a very gentle, light, conservative pressure on your arms. Read a book, watch, meditate, pray, whatever you do. What this does is it activates your parasympathetic nervous system. You start to calm down. That stressful life you just led in the daytime and the evening when you think, what am I going to do at work? How am I going to take care of my parents? Oh, my kid has to apply to college. All these things are going through your mind. You want to release that. You want to get, you want to de-stress. Putting the couch bands on your, your arms half an hour, hour before you go to bed enables your parasympathetic nervous system to be activated. The veins of your of uh, between your brain and your torso starts to relax. You have good blood flow. So when your head hits the pillow, you're ready for a good night's sleep instead of how many of us, myself included, our head hits the pillow and my, my eyes are, I'm just thinking of a thousand things I need to do tomorrow. I need to get up early. I need to do this. I need to move there. And we want, we need that restful sleep that stressful life is going to be there tomorrow, yeah. whether we have a restful sleep or a, a fitful sleep. So one of the other things that COTS is very, very good for is this ability for us to relax, be relaxed before our head hits the pillow. And then at least get a good four, five, six hours of very deep, useful, helpful sleep. I've actually done that, and I have, when I remember to do it, <laughs> see, that's the thing, right? Like, we get caught up in, in our TV shows, and then we forget that, you know, we need to do this. But I have done that myself, and I know Mark, um, he's the Canadian counterpart of Katsu. He did tell me about it, and it does work. It yeah. really, I end up waking up, and I'm like, oh, that was such a great sleep. You know, when you, yeah. wh- listen. For most of my listeners who are women, when you have a great sleep, you're like, oh, you just feel so good. You eat well the next day. You want to exercise. You know, everybody needs to start with sleep, right? So, Beauty sleep. Yeah. Absolute beauty sleep. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, this has been an awesome conversation, Steve. We're almost at one hour. Yeah. 
Um, Please let us know where we can find you. And I know I have a discount code. It's going to be in my show notes. It's Sandy K. It will provide you with, I think it's 10%, 10%. But let us know where we can go to to check these out. Yeah, so it's just katsu.com, K-A-A-T-S-U.com. And everything is there. Yeah, I I mean, you guys, this is I'm pretty blown away by the technology and by all the science behind it. Because the studies that you guys have done are just amazing. Off the charts. Off the charts. Off the charts. So thank you so so much, Stephen. I really appreciate your time today. No, it, it was great pleasure being here. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share it with someone you know might benefit. And always remember, when you rate, review, subscribe, you help to support my content and help me to keep going and bringing these conversations to you each and every week. Join me next week for a new topic, new guest, new exciting conversations to help you live your best life.